Mm, I'm, you know what I'm getting into? What? Binch with an N. I do like a binch. I like to say bickth, too. But, but I don't like when you do bickth. <laughs> Why? Because that, that C is so hard. As opposed to like binch. Bickth. 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 Coffee binch. <laughs> Coffee Bench. Hey, everyone. Welcome to Coffee Bench. What a... Uh, episode two, right? <laughs> all right. All right. Mm. All right. All right. So we are continuing on with our Coffee Prince journey. We are now on episode two. Jaren, what do you think happens next? All right. So I think despite grandma and mom's initial uh, saying that it was going to bring disappointment to the family, mm-hmm. I think he's going to bring Unchan home. They're going to put him in a nice suit. Ooh. Uh, and I think... Grandma's going to be like, all right, we accept you. And then it's going to be a case of, like, now he's in this situation and he keeps failing upward. Like, he wants to get disowned from the company, but then they're going to be like, hey, as long as you're married, oh like... Like, you know what I mean? I feel yeah. like I feel like the universe is playing jokes on Han Gyul. Yeah. And I really, like... Because with that whole scene from last time where, like, all his friends are like, okay, he's passed out, take him home, lady. Yeah, yeah. I feel like we're just going to continue that trend of, like... Upward spiral of Hungil keeps trying and just yeah. keeps not getting the result he intended. <laughs> In line with my prediction from last episode, I think this is how Unchan is going to become the coffee prince. Oh. Like, I think at some point there's going to be a will signed if this yeah. relationship, like, goes to the point of marriage. Oh. And then, like, maybe Hunkyul will have, like, a horrible bus accident. Oh, God. And then she's going to inherit it all and have to deal with it. Oh, my God. So maybe you won't get to it in this hour and ten minute episode. Yeah, we're only on episode two. We have That's... 17 to go, so I'm expecting it to get wild. Technically, we're only going to have 16 to go because we already watched one. You got me there. Got <laughs> Dude, got him. <laughs> all right. Well, I, I want to, like, make a comment, but I know that I can't. So instead, let's just get into episode two. Okay. Hi, I'm Kara, and I'm into rom-coms. Hi, I'm Jaren, and I'm into slime ASMR videos. But we're both into hot drinks and hot boys. And this is... Just Just Kiss Kiss Already! Already. Alright, so episode two, we're picking up right where we left off. Will you be my lover? Yeah, in the bathroom. (laughs) Hey... It doesn't even it doesn't even like get better from there. Normally, when the shows end on a cliffhanger, they like to pick up and be like, "Oh, just kidding," or like, "Oh, yeah." There's like a thing explanation, <laughs> but he grabs her by the wrist and just like drags her out of the bathroom. Uh, it, then it like cuts to them and they're discussing like the details of this plan. Yeah, really, the most tense job interview ever. Oh yeah, Unchan still doesn't like know what's going on yet. He's just kind of sitting there being like. Is it it was a want? very naive feeling exchange because she just sort of is like, yeah, this is my registration ID number. Uh-huh. Yeah, this is my, like, SSN. Like It's like, it for me, it carried the feeling of, like, so she approached him being like, I need money. So she is very much just kind of like, I'm trying to get money from him. So, like, when he's asking these questions, she was like, yeah, okay, fucking, if that'll get me money. He, she gives him all the necessary information for, like, a background check. <laughs> yeah. Like, he, that's just, like, this was all an elaborate phishing scheme. And now he's going to, like, open a bunch of fake credit cards in mm-hmm. her name. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then he gives the line, which is, like, the best setup for a TV show I can imagine. Like, I'll pay you to ruin my dates. Like, wouldn't you love to just, like, have this scenario fall in your lap where somebody is on a date and you're, mm-hmm. like, sitting around at a fancy restaurant. They're like, mm-hmm. all right, now. 
and then you run over and you just like make it a terrible situation. Yeah, you just gotta mess it up. Like it, it's the perfect uh job opportunity, I think. I think I I really liked that there was no like drop of the apologize to me. Like Unchan was like, Great, but also, when are you going to apologize to me? And he was like, Alright, I'm sorry and she was like, mm, No, not good enough. You're very right. Apologize to me. She bullies him. Yeah, me yeah. Rightfully so. And then he's still saying shit like, I can't trust scum like you, as he takes a picture with his camera phone of her face without permission. <laughs> yeah. And then says, if you try to skip out on me, I'm going to hunt you down using this photo. I do love the just split second decision that Unchan keeps having to just be like, yeah, I guess I'm pretending to be a boy. Just oh, like yeah. we had it in the hotel room of just kind of like, not going to say it. And then like today of just like being in the boys bathroom being like hey what's up apologize to me and then now when he was like tell me your big id number and she starts saying the real one and he's like no that can't be it because you're a boy and she's like oh "Oh, of course yeah she changes a number is that the significance is that uh yeah the one of the numbers the number in the identification number that they have two correlates with female so she switched it to one and that correlates with male very interesting. Yeah. I didn't pick up on that. If that's true, that's like a really good detail to have. I don't see why they would lie about it. I mean, I, d- I didn't uh, mean lie. Oh. <laughs> I just couldn't, there were no translations for any of the text on screen. So oh, all I, I saw... it wasn't about translating the text on screen. It was just, she listed off all of these numbers and went two, three, blah, blah, blah. And he goes, hey, what are you? Uh, like, you're a boy. Yeah. One, three. And she oh, goes, yeah, okay. one, three. So that's interesting because I got that it, I was too impressed That she she was reciting a 13-digit number. (laughs) Just off the... She just had it. Like, 10 is pushing it for me. I don't know many people's phone numbers by memory. Oh, yeah. But having to remember a 13-digit ID to identify myself. Yeah. So I don't even memorize my, like, social security number just off the top of my head. So I don't know, folks. (laughs) I have to sing the days of... uh, The month song to know what month comes after the current one every time (laughs) from January down. Oh, no. So the negotiation scene was actually really interesting Mm -hmm. just because of the approach (gasps) she takes to it. Yes, I loved it so much. My favorite part was when he was like 100 and she just kind of picks up his finger and is like 200. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was really cute. I love it. Just being like, "Mm, no, sir, please. (laughs) Just Just, like keep that finger up. (laughs) She started at real, you can tell she's not good at negotiations and he supposedly is. The way, like, he just talks her down to a tenth of her asking price. (laughs) But it proceeds to get, like, a little more uncomfortable when she's like, all right, so they even sell cow by, like, the part that you're buying. Yeah. So if you touch, if you give me a single head pat, (laughs) it's $20. (laughs) And then if you give me a kiss, it's $100. Though, she then was like, uh, we'll stop there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So she was getting ahead of herself a little bit. But Mm -hmm. then... They did a cute thing with that later where he eventually tallies up the price for a kiss. Yes. And he's like, 150 <laughs> So like... He, he was like, a special gift. That, that's bringing me back to one of the big points of this episode. Uh, is Hangul might just actually be gay? You know, it's... Uh, I actually, you know what? No, I'm not going to say anything. Uh, we're... Really? I would be because very surprised I if I can't tell way. you one way or another, but this yeah. isn't the last of this, like, thing. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was going to be like a Mulan, like a General Shang situation, uh-huh. where it's just like, the whole time he's like, am, am I? And then at the end he sees that it's woman and he's like, oh, thank God. I was thank safe God. the whole time. I was never gay. Oh my gosh. Okay, so we we have this whole 
deal that has been made. We've put, we've, Unchan has a job as fake gay boyfriend who comes in to end the dates. Mm -hmm. And then it's time to go home. And (laughs) I like, I have a cool, fun, like, I, okay, no, I'm not even going to say love-hate relationship because I love this scene so much. And I know that it's bad that she's like, I'm just going to get in your car, dude, who I just met and who uh, may or may not be like totally scamming me or whatever. But also this scene where he is like driving her to the subway station or home or wherever the heck Mm -hmm. he drops her off is so great. Because she's just having the time of her life. And like, it's so funny to see them go from this just like, I need money from you and and I hate you and you're scum and blah, blah, blah. And you're (laughs) you're a criminal to just like, here she is in his car and he's doing his best to be like angry about it. But she's having such a good time, and she's being so freaking adorable that he's like, I can't even be mad. Like, this is kind of great. The great thing about Unchan is that she's like an adult, but like an mm-hmm. adult guinea pig. <laughs> like, just in her attitudes and, like, yeah. level of excitement at all times. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, this wasn't the reaction of, like, somebody who lives in a city getting uh-huh. a ride home in a car. This was the reaction of if you went back in time uh-huh. and, like, kidnapped Henry Ford and brought him to the future, and you were like, this is a convertible, Mr. Ford. <laughs> That's what he would be doing. But this is just like a girl who grew up around these cars her entire life. Yeah. Just so well, excited to I, be Well, that's in the one. thing though is that yeah, she's grown up around them, but I'm pretty sure a lot of the implication was this is the first time that she's ever been in like a nice car like that. Especially mm. cuz uh, it's made very evident that she has been using like public transportation all yes. this time. You know, it's not like she does taxis or anything. So this is like probably the first time she's ever been in a convertible. So like her excitement for it Makes a lot of sense. It's definitely the first time because she's putting her feet all over the upholstery. <laughs> and, like, credit to Hung Yul, he doesn't even care. He's, he's not mentioning it. It reminded me of that vine where the dad acts, like, really scared that his, the convertible is closing on the daughter. Oh, yes. And she just believes <laughs> it 100%. But, like, uh, in reverse. So she becomes way happier as it goes back. I think my favorite part is, yeah, when she, like, hits it and it's going back and she's like, uh, oh, oh, no. She's trying to we, stop what it. What are we gonna, t- like, but yeah, but she's, like, kidding. Like, oh, she's yeah. like, what are we gonna do? Oh, no, I, I gotta grab it. <laughs> oh, it's back. Th- I guess we gotta have the top down. And he's like, Jesus Christ, then just she, sit down. Then she offers him, she's like, oh, I'll, g- I'll give you 20 bucks back if you just, like, drive me around the interstate right <laughs> yeah. now. She takes her seatbelt off. She's, like, surfing. She's surfing in the car. Oh, my God. And I was looking at it, trying to, like, think about, is this, like, green screen driving? I don't think it was. I don't think it was either. I think that, like, because there's not been green screen driving yet, and they've already done, like, stunts with the motorcycle thing, or motorcycle yeah. Vespa. But, like, she holy shit, yo. on, like... <laughs> the cameraman was in the back seat for part of it, because they get the behind yeah. the camera, like... So he must have been standing as well, or he they had him seated, and he used a tall camera rig oh or something. Oh, my God. But I love the the hair getting mm-hmm. messed up as well from that. Yes. It's oh very yeah. Cute. There there have been a couple of times where like Unchan has like woken up or taken her helmet off or like in this case been in the wind and the hair has just been everywhere and every time I'm like this is great. This the, is what I want. There were a couple of things I wanted to call attention to that I liked. Yes. Uh, touching the radio with her feet. <laughs> yeah. Just. I don't have anything to say about it. I just wanted to point out that that happens in a television <laughs> show. Called Coffee Prince. Yeah, you know. Uh, and then there's a cute line where he's like, Jesus, you're going to make my heart drop to the floor. And she's like, if your heart drops, I'll pick I'll it up. I'll pick it up. <laughs> and I'm like, if that line doesn't come back later, uh, I'm going to be a little bit disappointed. Yeah. Uh, let's see. She sings like the money song. Doesn't she while she's they're driving around? I don't remember. 
Oh man, I I, I I wrote down. She sings the money song. I think she's just the subtitles kept being like money, money, money. Like... Uh, LOL. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that was me being wrong, or I wrote. No, it's totally down. possible. It happened. Um, I just don't have an exact memory of everything. Uh, I think <laughs> that happens in the episode. I did just watch this episode. I think for yes, you, it that's was a true. Bit it was. I back. I've had a little bit more of a gap, yeah. so it's all fresh. So uh, they do zero. slow motion. Uh, I wrote slow motion on Unchan being actually legitimately dumb because she's standing up in this convertible. <laughs> Surfing the car. She's like, faster, faster. I know. It's like, okay, maybe I will go back to love-hate relationship because there are parts of this scene, except I don't even want to because I don't even give a shit that it was dangerous or anything. Like, I love that scene. <laughs> I think it's so much fun. I think it's so great to see her being like that. I think it's so great to see how much of an effect that her just, like, having the time of her mm. life has on him. Very true. And it's one of those ones that I feel like every time I rewatch this drama, it comes in and I'm like, hell yeah, it's the car scene. I <laughs> love this scene. And it's one of the first things that happens, too. Like, you don't even have to wait until episode five for, like, fun interaction. It's, like, like their first positive interaction. Yeah. As, like, a, as a duo. Uh, I love it. So they they earned the slow motion, I guess. They did. <laughs> but back at home, uh, mom is like sitting down at the table uh, at Unchan's house. Yes. And I, th- I think she's eating a big bowl of funyuns. Uh, I don't know if they're funyuns. I'm gonna headcanon that they're funyuns. Okay, go ahead. Just because it was like I was like, that's a bowl of funyuns. <laughs> that right there is a bowl of funyuns. And mom is making like these self control sticky notes. Yes. I thought that was super cute, but like... I think my favorite part is Unchan comes into the house and is just like, like, high on fun, adrenaline, just had a great car ride, is having the time of her life, knows that she's going to get money very soon, comes in and is like, hey mom, love ya, gives her a big hug, and her mom is like, I'll cook for you in a minute, like, <laughs> they, they did something cool, which was we actually see like her Taekwondo trophies are in the background behind mom in this yeah. scene, and I was like, that's good continuity. Mm-hmm. Also in the background is like a weird figurine of Henry VIII. What? You can see it really clearly later in the episode when Hangul comes like out of the bathroom to change. Uh-huh. And there's just like it's obviously Henry the Eighth yeah. like hanging on their shelf and he comments nothing I... in here matches. <laughs> I... Oh my god, all right. Oh yeah. So if you're if you're watching at home, please go to that scene and confirm please. <laughs> Henry the Eighth confirmed. Uh Um, but yes, yeah, so they're at home and she comes and talks to mom. Mom is trying to self control. Mm-hmm. Um, we you know, we know that they need money. Um, and then, uh, they're talking about, like, oh, you know, we have this big debt, we're gonna make it, though. And also, Unchan has gotten, uh, pay in advance yes. from Hangul. So she's, like, slaps some money down onto the table and is like, listen, guys, I know it's not everything that we need, but here is something. And they're like, where did you get this? Oh, my God. Like, please don't oh, tell yeah. me you went to a loan shark. You didn't like, go to the bar, did yeah. you? Yeah. My translation was just like, oh, no, the bar. Oh, okay. So, um, from... I know I've watched at least one other drama where there was a, a similar thing where there was a character who didn't have a lot of money. And, like, she... Um, she thought that she was signing with, like, a talent agency, and then she ended up having to sing at, like, late-night bars, where essentially, yeah, it's like, uh, oh, you make money, but it's like the, your patrons are gonna be gross and creepy and drunk, and Mm. it's like, that kind of thing. Not good. Yeah, I don't know if that's exactly what they were getting at, but I do have, like, a very distinct memory of, like, seeing that plotline in another show, so that's always what I think of, is that, like, that nightclub singer job. 
Something interesting that came up in this scene as well is that, like, Unchan actually suggests using the sister's college fund. Yes, I also wrote that down because uh, she was like, hey, you know what? We've got the tuition school money saved up. Why don't we just take it out and then we'll make it back later? And it's like, that's the situation that they're That's a scary... That's another thing is I don't think it's a college fund. I think that's her tuition for school. Oh, my God. Yeah, I don't think that's, like, her saved money so she can go to college. I think that's, like, so that she can go to school next year. That's spooky. Yeah. Especially getting into like what happens later. But yeah. this scene kind of ends in a really beautiful way with them being like, okay, time to have like a $10 yeah, or less party. Let's have a party. Only $10, but a party. <laughs> I can relate real hard to that. I, I too wrote that down in like all caps because I was like, $10 party. <laughs> yeah, we could call it like a cool Alexander Hamilton party. Ah, oh. mm. <laughs> Get your Hamiltons. Oh. <laughs> uh, and then. Uh, good good cut to children drawing on the yes. ground big beautiful chalk drawings cool fun chalk cool fun playground we see uh han yuju drawn and all the kids love her they're like draw me something next and she's like i gotta finish my i think she's drawn a lion hell yeah so i gotta lion. finish my lion and the girl's like i want a flower and she's like let me finish the lion <laughs> uh so they meet up han Gyul and yuju meet up at this playground yes uh and she's like oh Let's get meatballs. Oh my god, yeah. And Hangul is like, I don't eat meatballs. And I've told you that many times before. If I've told you once, I've told you a thousand times. And it's like, it's something that he just says with the... Because he's still got a smile on his face because, like, this is a girl that he likes. But, like, you can oh, see yeah. it pains him that, like, he's been trying. It was such a plot point. I wrote it down. God. I was like, so did, did Han Sung like meatballs? Or does she just really like meatballs to an inconsiderate degree? I think just because of what happens next yes. i think that it was more of a like her and hansung always had meatballs yeah. so she was like let's do this and he was like not me because hangul very ominously is like this is the neighborhood where the meatball man lives <laughs> yeah. like i was kind of hoping meatball man would be like a continuing plot point where coffee prince and meatball man mm-hmm. like they join forces and open an ikea cafe or something mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but it doesn't seem like it's going that way Next, we see Unchan going and getting the ice cream for their $10 family party. Yes, that's right. We have to have our party, our $10 party. Yes, and uh, she bumps into Sweeper's dad. Yeah, she sees him, like, zooming past on a bike, and <laughs> she's like, I know who that is, and she's, like, running after him, being like, Sweeper's Shouting, dad. yeah. <laughs> oh, that would be uh, the scariest thing in real life. Yeah. <laughs> but he, he stops, and he slows down, and he's like, oh, hey, uh, like, milk girl. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's like, oh, you're the milk lady. And she's yeah. like, yeah, you're Sweeper's dad. And they just don't know each other's names. Yep. And then they're like, oh, oh my, this is so cute. They have like a nice little food exchange. Like he's yes. like, hey, you want some of this? And she's like, you want some of this? Yeah, I think he had beer. It looked like the cans maybe. Mm-hmm. And then she had like vanilla ice cream. Yeah. So what a combination, really. <laughs> beer and ice cream. I didn't even think she was old enough to drink until like they specifically reference in dialogue. Really? Like, a couple minutes later. How old did you think she was? I had never thought about it, but for some reason, like I, if you asked me, I would have said 12. <laughs> even though I know that's not accurate. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it makes sense, probably just because of the dressing like a Kingdom Hearts character, and the just natural (laughs) child-like wonder in her eyes. Yeah, and so, uh... But yeah, they sit down on the bench, and they have this little picnic, and they have a nice little chat, because both of them have thoughts. He's kind of like, oh yeah, so uh, what what ended up being more important, uh, money or your pride? And she's like, oh, you know, it is what it is, we're we're flip-flopping day to day. Yeah, she's like, I keep going back and forth, and he's like... You know what? I feel that. 
Then he starts to like talk about his friend. In... Oh yes, we have we have the classic. So my friend has oh, been yeah. this thing. My friend was in air quotes, mm-hmm. uh, and it's definitely a case of him being like, "Yeah, so I know this guy. <laughs> and he really liked this girl, and then she left him, and it was the worst." Yeah. Oh, also don't forget. Right before we talk about this friend talk, we do have a very classic cliche: the food on the chin swipe. Cue romantic music. Cue. <laughs> I'm sorry. You can't say ooh when it happens. Objection. <laughs> okay. Uh, I I don't. I really hope it wasn't framed romantically because like minutes before that they're like, oh yeah, I'm 31, and she's like, okay, I'm 21. She's 24. Oh no! Did my translation mess up? I'm so sure she's 24. We can look it up right now. All right, Folks, so... Folks, we're gonna, we're gonna keep talking, but we're gonna Google it just to be sure. Yeah, and then just to reiterate, it wasn't like a cool swipe of this ice cream. He kind of, like, just kind of... He's like, oh, no, you gotta... He, like... He, well, yeah, but... There's okay. multiple fingers, like, Regardless touching Regardless of face. what happened, the romantic music started playing. You are right. And but... when the romantic music plays, that means the show is trying to tell you... That somebody's heart is doing a little ba bump ba bump. <laughs> I hope it's not Unchan's heart because, like, I hope it, I like. Okay, we never okay. got into the alternate title for this episode. The alternate title for this episode for me mm-hmm. uh, is uh, Han Sung or Baby Come Back. I can blame it all on you because this whole episode. It, we're gonna talk about it later. I'm gonna get real heated. I can tell. Oh my god! <laughs> but like this guy, I he just kind of he just just he just admits to wanting to like hurt Yuju, like oh my just god. hurt her. Oh my god! And it's the worst. Okay, okay, we gotta we gotta table that. We have so many more things to happen. Actually, not even so many more. But we do have to finish this before we get into that. Okay, so there's like a a quote unquote cute scene where this like sociopath in training is like talking to our protagonist <laughs> being like oh yeah i guess you're mature oh my God, for your i knew age. you were gonna hate him oh yeah, yeah. I, I i knew it and i mean like he's not my favorite character either i'm definitely not like oh my god second male lead syndrome because i hardly ever oh, get no, that oh no anyway. he's the second male lead there's two main male characters that we met who did you think was going to be the second male lead hankyo mr hong uh now see you um, what a missed opportunity. He was the real coffee prince all along. Oh, <laughs> he was the coffee prince in our hearts. So, um, I, I, it's just so upsetting to me because yeah. we set up this love triangle, which was so good. Uh-huh. And it was like, oh, there's history here. Mm-hmm. And these boys, these mm-hmm. boys know each other, but they have a history. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like the the, the breaking down of Han Sung really just like... Yeah. Like, oh, man. Yeah, so... Okay, Putting putting the Hansung hate train aside. Oh yeah, let's compartmentalize um, <laughs> and we'll move that box over here. Um. So, anyway, yeah, they're having this vague talk and they get into this like um. Unchan gets confused and then it's like, oh okay, you know what? Let's just say Mr. A and Miss B. Mm. And then she kind of gives them those labels and then they talk this really really vague talk about like this person and this person and what should we do, um. And yeah, and then we kind of end on oh she's got to go home because she gets a call from mom and she's like yeah oh, oh, the frantic like, running out no we ate all the ice cream <laughs> she gives him a beautiful piece of advice though which is she says well if if he misses her and he wants to hear her voice then he loves her which 
that that's really important because it shows our protagonist like definition of love. Yeah. So I wonder if that's gonna come back later where she's like, oh, I want to hear Hong Gil's voice, and then she's like, wait a minute. If Hong, we don't even know if they're really gonna end up together. It could be Han Sung this whole time. Don't. <laughs> God, don't. Anyway, so now we cut to Han Gil being third wheeling himself, as we yeah. mentioned before. <laughs> What a champion. Yeah. You ever walk your date to her boyfriend's house? Uh-huh. <laughs> and then he's literally just like, he, he, he comes back and he doesn't even like make a comment like, oh, hey, like, what's up? Like, he just kind of goes, here you go. And then they like, walk past each other. It's brutal. Oh, God. So, yeah. Uh, Hansung is like going, going into my house. And Yuju is like, wait, wait, I. She tells him. She says, I broke up with DK. Yes. DK, who was a character that I neglected to mention in the first episode. Yes. Uh, we haven't met him or seen him at all, but we know that he is who Yuju cheated with. And the breakup is, like, causing headlines. Yeah. So famous DKs, so, yeah. obviously, it's gotta be Donkey Kong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she cheated on him with Donkey Kong. Mm, yep. Uh, you, you, got, you got me there. Wow. He's the first <laughs> member of the DK crew. <laughs> If you know the words, you can join in too. Put oh your hands God. together and up your ass. Oh my God. <laughs> Woo. So anyway, she's like, I broke up with him. I want yeah, to be with you. so sad. <laughs> I want to be with you. And at first he's like... He, he doesn't meta- say nothing. Mm, he, he goes... He metaphorically and literally closes the gate on her. Wow. Which is... I thought it was a really profound moment that he was moving on and he wasn't gonna, like, yeah. torture himself. It was very interesting because we got this, like, series of very, very quick cu- qu- qu- uh, quick cuts between, like, his face and her face. And yeah. I remember watching it and feeling like, whoa, dude, this is kind of fast. Because mm-hmm. I totally forgot what happens next. Uh, which huh. is, he comes back out and he goes... Drags her inside. Yep. And then, guess what? They sleep together. They, he just eats her freaking face. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of is like, it's time to He kiss. lifts, spins her, and, like, oh they cut God. to Han Gil... Just kind of in his pajamas. He's like on his porch and he's like stretching and like throwing rocks. Throwing rocks and <laughs> sitting on his butt like a sad boy. He knows boy. what he did. Oh man. It's just so, so uh, bad. Well, oh I, I shouldn't say it's bad. I should say that it elicits a negative response for me. It, yeah, no, it, it definitely hurt me just because I feel like in the time, uh, I mean like I know the whole story of these characters but Mm. also in the time i've spent like reacquainting myself with them i already am like i love unchen i love hankyul and like yuju and hansung i'm i'm not in love with yet you know they they have they have yet to kind of give me this like oh my god i like i want the best for them like unchen does every time she opens her mouth Mm. so i just like them like sleeping together and whatever was not like one because part of me was just kind of like this is what this is not what you should be doing there's obviously big pain still going on and i don't think this is the answer um not to butt into your fictional relationship but (laughs) i don't think any therapist would be like oh you know what you need to do you need to fuck that pain away yeah so to cut to him just like literally picking up rocks and just throwing them at other rocks and just sad which is weird hurt do we know do we know how old he's 29 yes He's 29, and also, P.S. everyone, the facts are in, I googled it, Unchen is 24. Okay, well, So, I, I don't know if you. your translation was bad, or maybe uh, the whoever was typing, or... Yeah. or just, just a simple missed uh, input. Yeah. 
<laughs> but anyway, so she is 24. Um, Han Sung is 31. Han Kyul is 29. And uh, we do not know for certain Yuju, I don't think. But um, she is older than Han Kyul. Yeah, definitely that was yes. the impression that I got, is that, like, they're the older couple. Yes. And he's, like, this younger, like, maybe he had, like, a, a, a young boy crush on yeah. Yuju. Like, the, the weird older yeah. sister kind of relationship. Yeah. So, it, it's, it's like, a it's a raw thing. Because, like, yeah. I think of K-pop as being, like, this kind of, like, overproduced kind of melodrama stuff. You and mean this... K-dramas? What did I say? K-pop? Oh, my bad, y'all. That's fine. This is a big slippy... <laughs> As opposed to K-pop, which is overproduced and melodramatic, <laughs> for sure. Oh my god. K-drama. Listen, I'm, I'm just gonna say it here, just so there are no misunderstandings. I listen to K-pop, alright? I listen to a ton of it. This isn't this isn't a K-pop hate train. No, no, no. To put it out There's there. no hate train. I listen to K-pop all the time in Kara's car. <laughs> so, uh, we, there, it's interesting, because we then cut to the morning after, and it's very, like, heavily implied, like, yeah, they slept together. Yeah. Which is something that when I think of K-drama, I'm like, no, no sex ever, never yeah, happens. Yeah, right, because of the slow burn. But remember, the other characters are free to do as they wish. Yes. It's only the main We're couple. seeing this through, like, a weird lens, because, like, yeah. they talk about, like, oh, three years ago, you left me for someone else, and now you're back, yeah. and you want me? What's up with that? Also, we get to the morning after, and she is very much just kind of like, hey. Good to be back. And he's like, mm, no, it's time to tell you that I regret this, and have an, a nice little, like, emotional oh. spill, and also that I want to hurt you. <laughs> you're giving him a little, he, do, he doesn't say, I regret this. Oh, I, I think it's just because I wrote in my notes, mm, morning regret. Oh, yeah. He, <laughs> she walks out, they hold hands with their feet. Yes gross uh and even though he made out with her he's like you can't use me or push me around yeah he's the one who literally dragged her inside literally even though he literally dragged her inside and is now shutting her out he hits her he tries to hit her with the same words mm -hmm. she told him allegedly but we didn't we didn't we don't know that until after he says it yeah but he says go away i hope i never see you again and then he kind of comes in with the uh the the that those are the words you said to me three yeah. years ago. That would have been more effective if we had at least known that. They do have the most important storytelling detail, though, mm -hmm. which is uh, Han Sung's shirt says Nick on the shoulder. Mm -hmm. So, of course, <laughs> the Nick is out and the plot is progressing. <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, honestly, they, they really got us there. I mean, they did just sleep together, so the dick was out. We just didn't see it. Yeah. Heavily implied. <laughs> Heavily implied. Also, she's out. wearing a t-shirt with what looks to be, like, his face on it. I didn't notice that. Oh, my God. Like, it, I, it, it could, it's just an impressionist thing, yeah. but it definitely has the glasses okay. and, like, the hair. And oh, okay, okay. It could have been, like, Che Guevara or something. Yeah, just know, because it could have really been anyone. It's, if you squint, it's yeah. a big t-shirt. But, yeah, we To have make this... a long story short, uh -huh. he says, be gone, thought... <laughs> Because I want to hurt you. Oh my god. And I was so mad, I wrote down, he doesn't deserve his dog. Oh yeah. Terry, who is not in this episode. Who we love. We love and him. And cherish. And then after she goes, he says, wow, she really left. Like, what a sociopath. Yeah, I, I too have a lot of issues with, like, the just like the way that I feel like he is dealing. I don't even, I don't know if I want to say dealing with just like... Be, God, it's just, it's such a weird, like, I I feel like it's so hard to build up sympathy for this couple in the beginning, any, just because of, like, all of this crap that's thrown at us about, like, how 
sad the relationship or like how bad the relationship ended and like they try and get us with the like here's how cute it was don't you want it to be there again but like literally every single interaction with them hasn't made me feel like oh there's like this they they like want i don't know i just i it makes me be like get away from each other like stop being in the same room it's obviously not good for each other we never see them at their comfortable we just see them at their tense anxiety yeah he throws a coffee can at their first meeting like, who the fuck do you think you are? The flashbacks of, like, here's how it was are not enough to convince me that, like, it's it, it's just, it's not enough. Not it's with not. him throwing it at the wall and, like, this weird grab your arm, drag you in, sleep with you, and then, and then be like, you how dare out. you? And yeah. then be like, can't believe you left. Like, that's, yeah, yeah this, this, this whole, I don't even, I, I, I mean, I'm, oh, God, yeah. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> and then we get back to the cool show about... Oh my god, yes. The coffee prince. Because Unchan uh, is, like, in a room being, like, going, gotta mess up some dates. How do I do my hair? And it's, like, putting mousse in it, yeah. and it's, like, what? Going it? with the classic middle part. Yeah, I gotta uh, try it. <laughs> gotta try it. And then uh, that scene just kind of ends with her doing a big manly yip. Yeah! <laughs> just going, yip! <laughs> So then she goes to get to her date, uh, some stuff happens with, like, uh, she's running on and off the bus, there's all kinds of things, and then we cut to Hangyo on the phone, being Delivering like, a straight-up evil monologue. Yeah. She's like, I will destroy you, you unreliable scum! And then she just runs in out of breath and is like, hey, hey, I hear the bus, my home, I'm here! And he's like, oh. And then he's like, what are you wearing? He's like, don't check your message. Your voicemail. Ignore yeah. it. Um, and then we get super, super fun um, uh, classic makeover scene, except we're putting Unchan in a suit. Yes. And it's so good. I love more than anything them walking into this store and us having this, like, big montage of different suit parts. And then cut to han like, looking very seriously at, like, ties and shirts and kind of being like, hmm, hmm, hmm. And then we cut to Eun-chan sitting next to a mannequin and, like, reaches over, holds hands with the mannequin and is like, <laughs> check this out, isn't this hilarious? And then just he dumps a pile of suits on top of her. Oh, yeah. And it's so good. I think she makes the mannequin give him the middle finger as well. Oh, my God. I think that was what they were doing a little bit there. It's so good. But, like, it's super cute. I uh, love it. The Mountain of Ties. It was fantastic because we get a lot of, like, uh, like sliding transitions of all these different ties. Yes. And I was like, this is this is cute editing to show, yeah. like, variety and a lot so of things. So many ties. I honestly, I'll, I'll be straight up. One of my favorite cliches is the, like, we're trying on lots of clothes and we have to have the, like, here's what I'm wearing this time. And it's always, like, some oh, outrageous style. Yeah. Ugh, I love that. I, did, I love those montages. I wrote this down that this is my male fantasy. <laughs> just yeah. like, oh yeah. Just like, I want my pretty woman montage. I want Julia Roberts yeah. uh, and whatever the other actor from that movie's name is. Mm, I but, don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it, it's it's just so well done the way uh, they try out a couple different outfits. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think I wrote down, she looks like a baby. Yes. Uh, but she then they does. put her in a weird detective outfit. Yeah. And then they, of course, comes out in, like, the black suit that oh, yeah. they have to match. They look, it's very, very dashing. Apparently during that montage, they had time to come up with, like, a secret b-boy handshake that they yes! do. Yes! Oh my god, yes, this next part. Uh, honestly, I think I love it even more than just, like, the trying on different suits montage. I, I called it the, uh, the boys are too hot montage. Yes. Because they're just walking by people and there's just a wind just blowing. Very reminiscent of Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> oh, it's 
it's I love it's it. it's beyond wind. They go through somewhere and they break the sound barrier with their hotness, and then the resultant boom. It it it, uh, it makes CGI vegetables fly out of a woman's grocery bag. Oh my god, the endless bag of like bananas and and vegetables. Oh yeah. And then I do love the just like walking uh the walking through the school children and like stealing some stealing cotton candy. Stealing their cotton candy. <laughs> And then, like, blowing them back with the force of your, uh, your energy. Also, the, like, walk by an alleyway and then, like, jump up and look at the camera. Yes. Very uh, good. It, I love it. Very Saturday Night Fever, like, John Travolta walking down the street mm-hmm. and the Bee Gees playing. Yeah. Like, all it was missing was this big, funky Bee Gees yeah. score. So, yes, we get our, our beautiful, uh, kind of like our um, makeover montage but mm-hmm. suit makeover as opposed to the the normal like oh my god i'm so pretty yeah like, not just different dresses with yeah. varying amounts of like back and cleavage exposed <laughs> yeah so yeah so now Unchan is ready to ruin some dates they, they come together as a team and mm-hmm. it, it's shown in a very cute way yes. because they uh Unchan says action and then <laughs> when when uh hankyul is ready he goes showtime and like <laughs> It's it's perfect because they're acting and it's uh-huh. it's it's this great cooperative moment. Yes, I really love the the um the going from like the shot of them pretending to kiss. That's like of course very very drawn out and very very over dramatic and very like enchanting. Yes, like, bah, 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 bah. the squirming. Yes, so mm-hmm. we go from like we gotta pretend a fake kiss for her to believe it to like kind of like standing close to each other to like this scene where they're literally just standing next to each other and girls are just walking past them and like being like. Oh. And then, like, the one girl who, like, shoves in between them. Oh, yeah. He, uh, let's see. He does Cabedon, where he just plants <gasps> yeah. his hand against the and, wall. And the same music that played the first time the dick was out is the music that's playing then. Ooh. Yes. That, da, 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 Thematic da, da, consistency. Da, da. Yeah. Theme of dick. Yes, theme of dick. <laughs> the theme of dick is back. I wrote this fake kissing is absurd. Uh, just yeah. because it doesn't look like they're kissing at all. It was so, I just, I love the, like, the, the angle from her perspective still didn't look real because he's kind of, like, looking up and being like, oh, and then going down and then, like, Unchan doesn't know where to put her head. <laughs> it's just so over We the do top get the funny. great montage, but they do some cool camera stuff with, uh, he's looking at this blind date who he's not interested in. Yeah. And it's POV. Mm-hmm. And the camera starts to blur because he's just, he's <gasps> yeah. not focusing on that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really liked that too. And, uh... When they do the the first reveal, because when you set up a montage, you have to show, like, oh, the first one, and then we yes. can show the time-lapse. Yes, yes. But uh, she sees them kissing, mm-hmm. and she just starts wailing on him with her bag. Yeah, oh, and then Unchan just kind of, like, runs away. The Taekwondo champion walks away <laughs> and, and squats near the <laughs> elevator bank. And then sprints again. <laughs> <laughs> and Hangul was like, wait. I mean, he's literally like, Unchan, please, please, please help me. Help. <laughs> She's just like, nope, you're on your own, dude. I'm uh, just the date ruiner. Then they do like a quick cut to grandma where she calls him bonkers. Yes. And bonkers is tragically underused. I really Yeah, I really like that one. I word. like bonkers. It's a very good one and I'm glad that she used it. Uh, and then the bros like kiss and high five all the time during this montage. Yes. Oh, the, so there's so there's like a lot of um cool like fist bumping and like high fiving and secret cool bro handshake. Mm-hmm. But then at the end of the montage uh, Han Gyul, in his excitement, like, plants a big old peck on Unchan's yeah. face, and Unchan is like, slaps hand over mouth, runs off, and he's like, dude, what? It's what? done in a wide shot with, like, no musical fanfare. Yeah. And I was like, this completely subverted my expectation of, like, the slow burn, like, oh, what's happening? Because it just happens, and then, like, they, there's no big deal made out of it. Yeah. Um, I think... 
Yeah, I remember watching it and being like, oh, it, it really feels like it comes out of nowhere because of that. Because, like, it the way that it's portrayed, it seems like it's going to be this thing where it's like, ah, oh, big kiss, and then maybe uh, Unchan starts, like, rubbing mouth being like, ew, gross, and then we, like, cut to the next scene. But then we have this scene where she's like, that was my first kiss. Mm. And he's like, that was my first kiss with boy. With a boy. And it's like... Um, but yeah because uh i i I am kind of glad though that they didn't that one they didn't make a super huge deal out of the actual kiss scene itself Mm -hmm. and that two they didn't play it off like it was nothing and that they still had that kind of like hey like what the heck dude you just kissed me out of nowhere episode two of 17 we get the first kiss between our alleged two leads yes it's quite rare that's right Surprise. And then uh, he, he says, be a man about it, which is something that he's continually bringing up. Yeah, there's a lot of that, just because it's like, mm, you're, you're, be a man. Uh, and they're like, oh, let's go eat. And I'm like, oh, this is so cute. <gasps> yeah, let's go get food. And because get like the, the job, the job is like, oh, $100 a gig. Yeah. Like it's a job. You show up and then you leave when the gig is over. But the mm-hmm. fact that he's like, let's go out and eat. Yeah. Like he's having a good time. Yeah. And it's, it's this nice, like, oh, male bonding. But really... Yeah. But really, though, we show, uh, I, I did a little bit of research on uh-huh. this, is grandma playing a game on the computer while mom is like, everyone's gonna think our, my son is gay. Yes, yes, yes. And grandma's like, shut up, I'm playing game <laughs> on computer. Yeah. So I paused the video and looked at the game she was playing. Okay. Uh, is it as uh, strange as the card game we saw before, or is this one? This one, I actually, I, I had a feeling I knew what it was when I saw it. Oh. Uh, so I, I was looking at it and I looked at the setup of the board and I figured, oh, this is either Mahjong or Hanafuda. <laughs> and, uh, just because I looked at the cards a little bit and it's all drawn pictures with no numbers, I was like, okay, it looks like Hanafuda. Mm. So Hanafuda is a Japanese card game. Mm-hmm. So Western card games and gambling were introduced to the Japanese by the Portuguese and banned like 90 years later in Whoa. 1633. So to get around this, they just kept making new card games, which had to be banned one after the other. Oh my god. Until you end up with like this great mishmash of Western uh, card game with like Japanese cards. Yeah. And uh, they don't have values. All the drawings are pictures. The sets look super beautiful. If you've ever seen a, the animated movie Summer Wars that mm. like features in the plot is yeah. Hanafuda. That's cool. Uh, and it, it, it didn't super catch on as gambling because the games can be long and the cards don't even have number values so you couldn't, mm. like, play poker with them. Yeah. It's popular in Hawaii and also South Korea and the South Korean version of the cards are called Watu. Ah. Watu. And it's played during Lunar New Year in Chusuk. Dang, that's cool. Yeah. Thank I, you for sharing. You're welcome. I, I love just going on random Wikipedia dives. Yeah. <laughs> See a cool thing and being like, gonna find out what that is. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, so, yes, we, we cut to, um, before we, we get into their meal, we do cut to Grandma having a conversation mm. with somebody who we've met before. Yeah. That's right. So, surprise. It's Mr. Hong. Yeah, it's Mr. Hong. I love Mr. Hong. <laughs> so, Grandma knows Mr. Hong. She, I think she referred to him as, like, Geshik, or, there, when, during the conversation with the mother, mm-hmm. she says, get me Geshik. Oh. So, and then, oh. And then the mom's that like, over what? I, then, I was like, I wasn't even focusing on that. Really? I just, I think, I think because I knew about the connection mm. that like my brain wasn't being like, what's going to happen? So I just kind of. I look at every new proper noun and I yeah. agonize over it. I'm like, who or what is this? <laughs> oh no. So then it cuts to Mr. Hong and yes. uh, they're reviewing like the plan for his coffee shop. Yes. Which. Overgrown Diner is actually Overgrown Cafe. Yeah. Uh, and, uh. 
it's also done very like sadly yeah like we're cutting from emotional low to like great shopping montage scene yeah and then we're cutting to like this old middle-aged man i say old and middle-aged god <laughs> Uh, you know. this, this middle-aged gentleman who's having his struggling coffee shop and he's barely clearing his bills. Yes. But he's doing it for love and he's like, oh, you know, my cafe has sentimental value. Yeah. And grandma is just abrasively referring to like, oh, this woman and I gave you your education and yeah. you ran off and you just did this coffee shop with this woman. And he has on his nice suit for this meeting and everything. Like, mm. you can tell that he's like, you know, this wasn't just like she's dropping on by and he's like, hey, like, he, he, he got cleaned up for this. Yeah. He's not just wearing his boxers anymore. Yeah. And they, they do this really sad uh, uh, setup mm -hmm. where she's like, listen, uh, I don't care. You better triple your sales. Yeah. And he's like, I come to visit oh, you. Yes. She says, I'm going to give you money and I need it to be tripled in like uh, three months time. Or yes. Something, like, something that. like that. So she's like, I'm going to basically give you money to like fix up your cafe and make it better. But you need to show me success. And if you don't show me success, then like. I don't yeah. know, off with your head. <laughs> I don't know I don't know what their relationship is mm -hmm. because she mentions like financing him a little bit. Yeah, it's really it's really vague. And she also mentions uh, In this episode at least. Oh yeah. <laughs> she also mentions why would I want to see a traitor? Yeah. Because she's like, You've this is the first time I've seen you in like ten years. Mm -hmm. And he's like, I came to visit you every holiday and you didn't mm -hmm. want to see me and she says, Why would I want to see a traitor? So I'm like, What uh, is this coffee war that's happening? Yeah. But it's, it's just so crazy that it results in this ultimatum. Yeah. And I feel like that ultimatum is going to be very important going forward. And she very much is like, I'm going to, I'm going to get someone who's just as, she says, I will find someone just as lost as you and you guys will make it happen. Really? Yes, I didn't pick up that. on that. Um, and he's like, just as lost as me. Good luck finding someone. And then, uh, surprisingly enough, we cut right back to, uh, Han Gil and Unchan at oh. their lunch. Yeah. Having tasty food, having a great time, especially Unchan. Oh yeah. I, every single time we get her in like a new context, I love her even more. I really, I think the reason that I love this drama so much is not because of just like everything that's happening. I think it's mainly because I love the protagonist <laughs> so freaking much Aww. she's so great to watch and she's so fun because like you said she's guinea pig yeah she's just so excited she's really wonderfully acted because the yes. whole time i'm looking at some of these other characters i'm like oh this actor is like he's looking cool like this is good for his image <laughs> yeah and then uh unchan is just committed 100 yeah. percent. so then i don't even see the actors i just see like oh it's the crazy hyper guinea pig yeah yeah. So we cut back to uh, lunch and we have some <laughs> some interesting conversations. Um, we find out the fun dynamic. We already knew that Hunkyul could not hold his liquor. And we find out that mm. Unchan absolutely can hold hers. Oh, yeah. Um, but before we even get into alcohol, as she like pours a giant cup of, uh, I don't even, probably soju mm. for herself... Um, we get this fun fact about her that she has like impeccable sense of scent. Scent of... She's got a good nose. <laughs> she a sniffer. She calls herself dog nose. I think she's like that's really. Yeah. She says her friends call her sniff in my uh, oh, subtitle. Mine said my friends call me dog nose. <laughs> I like dog nose. I I I also kind of like my friends call me sniff. Yeah. But yeah, and then she's just like demonstrates her ability to smell coffee like outside, and also like some man taking off his shoes. Yeah, that one was to be fair, gross. if like some dude just took off his gross shoes mm. in the restaurant, I would be all over that yeah. as well. The coffee one was impressive, though. Oh, yeah, because she's down the street, like, walking into the building yeah. a minute later. Oh, uh, yeah. Borderline supernatural sense of smell. 
So uh, just like a cool fun thing that we set up that who knows if it'll come. Oh back yeah, I wonder if that'll factor into the whole coffee <laughs> subplot. <laughs> So yeah, so we have this fun conversation between the two of them. They also do uh, what you were talking about earlier about how they're calculating all of the different touches. Yes, uh, very they're, cute. They're doing the math, and she's like, I can't do the math. And he's like, for someone who's so money-focused, you'd think you'd be able to do math. And she's like, ah. <laughs> I did the math. Uh, all mm-hmm. the things added up that he talks about, that's 640 plus the uh, 1,100 that he's already given Ooh. her, I believe. Mm. So, uh, oh, and he also, this is also, um, so we have a lot of fun Lazy Susan action. Yes, it's one um, of those Chinese restaurants where you, you can order a bunch yes. of things and put them on the Lazy Susan and then like rotate Pass it around. around. So that's a big thing when it comes to the cup of soju that Unchan has poured herself. Yes. That is literally like the same as the water cup that Hunkil has. But there's also a thing where he's like, give me back the watch. And she's like, this watch, are you sure? And I'm pretty sure it's fake. Can I keep it? And he's like, give me back the watch. And so she puts it on and we get a shot of it rotating around. Mm-hmm. Very good. Up. But then, yes, the the soju cup gets rotated over to Hungil's side, and he picks it up as water. And guess what? It's not water. He takes a big sip before he even realizes he's not drinking water. He literally water. finishes the entire cup and then goes, oh, oh, and then uh, probably passes out right after that. Oh, yeah. We don't get to see because we cut away. <laughs> we do cut away. We cut away to a uh, Yuju, and uh, she's painting. Yes, and I really Paint great flowers. No, I I didn't think she was painting flowers. Uh, I, I wrote, made a note that it was everything was blue and kind of blurry. So was it like a field of blue flowers? Or I thought it was flowers, which oh. is probably just because um, since I've seen her painting flowers, oh. I was like, she paints flowers. I did remember that she painted flowers in the first yes. episode, which is why I was like struck by everything around her just being like these big blue canvases. Yeah. Or blues and green, like sad colors. You know. Cool colors if you took eighth grade art. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> So I wrote, I wrote that, like, that's symbolizing depression she feels over this, like, emotional manipulation from Han mm, Sung. You put the sad color in it when you're sad. And then we uh, we cut back to him, who is, uh, he's, like, watching a sappy music video being made, kind of, or, like, recording. Yeah, I think he's, he's producing music, mm-hmm. and he is angry, because he keeps, like, pausing and being like, hey, I'm dead, you, what, you can't even be on the beat? And then his producer friend is like, you good? And he's like... He's like, yeah, sir, sorry, let's... sir, we haven't eaten lunch or dinner. <laughs> yeah. Sir, and please. he's like, okay, y'all can eat, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we have this whole, we have, we already have this distaste for Hansung, and now we're just gonna, <laughs> we're gonna crap on him the entire oh, time. yeah, it's we? happening. <laughs> so, yeah, he's this evil producer who won't let his employees eat ever. <laughs> Fascist. <laughs> But yeah, so he's he's obviously distraught. Uh, we're shown that kind of parallel that they're both very distraught. Mm-hmm. Um, he lets them go for dinner though. The interesting thing, and this comes up later in dialogue, uh, but she is she's channeling her emotion into her job and continuing to produce. Mm-hmm. So I I took all that blue stuff as like her. She's taking the sadness and she's making art from it. Yeah. And he's sort of taking like his emotional distress and taking it out on the people around him. At yeah. Work. Uh, but that that's just another reason. <laughs> I'm just giving myself them at this point. Yeah. So, yeah, we get this We get this little interlude of them being sad. And then we cut right back to uh, Eun-chan has Hangyeol on her back. Oh, He's yeah. He's carrying him down the street. And just like Grey, our, our wonderful butcher poet, rolls up and is like, What are you carrying, Eun-chan? I have a pig. What about you? And she says, I got large fish in my translation. Really? What'd you get? Oh, I got a great one. What'd you get? He's walking around, he's like, oh, I'm carrying my pig. What are you carrying? She goes, I'm carrying my sin. (laughs) And he says, your sin? Well, if you need my freezer, it's open. That's ten times better than fish. So I thought the butcher is a murderer. I really, oh my God. (laughs) 
really hope it's actually sin. Because mine just said fish. And that's nowhere near as fun as sin. <laughs> it's wonderful. Also, carrying him the same way she carries the drunk yes. from the wine bar. On the back. Ugh. Shouldering the burdens. Yes. So, yes. So, she carries him. And first, she carries him to uh, his apartment, which I hope she got off of, like, his wallet. I don't yeah. know how she knows where he lives, but she figures it out somehow. She carries him there, and she cannot get him in this house. She's she try. She finds like two different keys. Yeah, that don't first work. she finds his keys, and I think I don't know if it's just she's so frustrated that she like is just angry and like, Bleh, and then she finds like the spare key, and she still can't make it work. Regardless, she can't get him in this house, and he is dead weight. He's literally like all the way passed out. So she takes him to the dojo. Yes. So he he gets laid in the dojo, and then we cut to Unchen like brushing her teeth and like crouching on the toilet. Yes. And it's flashing back to her thinking about the kiss. Yes. Which is, it's a very important thing set up. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then back in the gi, back at it again. Uh, kids are being super cute as she's, like, coming up the stairs to go to work. Oh, my gosh, yes. They're all like, hi, and they're adorable. And then she even, like, calls on one specifically, and she's like, bring this food to the man who has passed out. Yeah, she deputizes him to feed the sleeping hot guy. Yeah. And then uh, has to run because her sister is being uh, in trouble at school. Yes. Oh, also, really quick, I do want to point that out. I was looking for this in my notes. But um, when we have the flashbacks to the kisses that she's thinking about, the dick music is playing. Oh. So that is like the trademark, okay. like some, uh, yeah. Theme of dick continues. The theme of dick continues. But yes, she gets a call and she has to go run to her sister's school. She runs in in her gi mm-hmm. and she's like, hello, what has my sister done this time? And she's been like getting money off of her classmates. Yeah, it took me a moment. It, mm-hmm. I I thought it was originally going to be played for like, oh no, this is so sad that this is where they are. Yeah. That like she's in school using her notebook to keep track of like her family's finances. Yeah. Come to find out, she's lending her classmates money. Yeah. And keeping track of the interest and stuff like in her school book, which yeah. is a, it's a much darker twist than I expected. And it's like, it's sad because she's, so she's getting this money not for, like, uh, the expenses that the family has to pay off, but because she really, really wants to be, like, a singer. And, like, it's, like, part of me, I I feel like, has that initial gut reaction of, like, yeah, you gotta focus on the other financial things, but also, like, she's a high schooler, and Mm -hmm. she just really wants to go and take, like, vocal lessons because she has this dream of being a singer, and it's very, very sad that, like, this is kind of, like, you know, she's being, she's being (laughs) a a loan shark. (laughs) Um, but yeah, Unchan comes and is like, hey, sis, what are you doing? And like smacks her on the Literally, head. Literally like tries to like put her in line. Yeah. And I kind of thought like, oh, and she's going to revert. She's going to be like, I'm sorry. I just, re- I just really, we're struggling mm-hmm. right now and I know yeah. it was wrong. But she's like, no, fuck you. Yeah. I'm going to become so smart. I'm going to keep track of all the yeah. interest in my head where they can't find it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to keep doing it, but this time I won't leave evidence. Like, it's really dark because I feel like. Maybe she's got CB going around, like, roughing people up for the the collection oh money. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, that's right. I forgot that he did that. And, oh, man. He was, like, stealing to support her. Yeah. She's, like, a crime boss, like, in the making. <laughs> she might be. You gotta start young, kids. But, yeah, we definitely do get this this portrayal of, like, so... Unse is the younger sister who, like, does not have as much responsibility on her shoulders. And Unchan, on the other hand, has already described herself as, like, the breadwinner of the family and is essentially like, the main shoulder of the burden, of the financial burden that this family uh, has. Like, she's the one who's doing all of the part-time jobs, who's, like, doing everything in her power, who's debating, like, is money or pride worth it? Mm. And so when she is talking to her sister, it's not so much just, like, 
this interaction between like younger sisters of being like, oh, you did stupid things at school. It's like very much like Unchan is the responsible older sibling who is like angry and like doesn't even be like, oh, you know, she literally like smacks her sister on the head and is like, how could you do this to us? Like our family, like, you know. Yeah. So it's, it's man, it's it, tense. If I may, I, I would say that like Unchan is being portrayed like very much like a gentleman, mm-hmm. like trying to do the right thing in the right way. Yeah. And uh, say has this kind of bent to her where it's like the, the the ambition. Yeah. Like, oh, I need to uh, do anything. Sort of like mm-hmm. uh, a Jonathan Joestar <gasps> and Dio Brando situation. Oh my god. It's just, that's what it reminds you me of. You know, we of. can really find JoJo anywhere, can't we? <laughs> you kind of can't not see it some places. Oh, I'm just saying, man. if Sweeper gets thrown in the furnace, I may have to no! stop watching. Oh no! <laughs> god, I... I'm no no. I'm gonna say it right now. There is no sweeper in the furnace. Oh, doesn't oh, happen. Okay, good. Yeah, <laughs> that is one thing I'm not afraid about spoiling. Okay. Sweeper does not go in a fire. Sweeper, no sweeping. Sweeper, <laughs> sweeper keeps sweeping. Sweeper, sweep. I'll tell on. you what. So anyway, yeah. Um. So we have this, uh, and then we cut back to the dojo, and you know, you leave an unconscious dude on the floor of the dojo with all these tiny kids. They're gonna mess with him. Not only cut back, cut back to POV of his eyes opening slowly. Yeah, and it's like, you can see that it's like two pieces of paper. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then we pan out, and he's like bound and gagged <laughs> with tiny little belts. And there's just children running around. And he's like, his shirtless, yeah. his pants are like pulled down a bit. They're literally like screaming and like standing and sitting on top of him and just kind of like yelling and at him and around him. Mm-hmm. And he's just tied up. <laughs> There's nothing he can do. Oh, God. And then it, it gets... Oh, and there's one girl who's wearing his, like, jacket, <laughs> and it's adorable. Very cute. So, Unchan comes back and, like, tries to restore order, only to find out, like, these kids are just kind of, like, shitting themselves. Yeah! They all... At, all One of them is pooped, and then the rest of them are like, ah, me too, me I too, too pooped. I pooped. And she's, like, checking, making sure. She's like, who pooped? There's straight-up child ass on screen. <laughs> yeah, we do. We as, do like, they some... run towards uh, <laughs> Hangyul. Yeah. And then, like, we cut and see, like, oh, he he barfed. Yeah. We could, we could show the child ass, but we could not show Hangyul throwing no, up. No, he's too handsome to throw <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, we cut to, to um, not even, like, they, they literally went back to Unchan's house. And mm-hmm. she's like, let me find you, like, some clothes to change out of since you threw up. Um, and also, once again, we get this, like, she's like, I can't believe you threw up over, like, a kid's poop. Just a little bit of poop. <laughs> and he's like, oh, He's I, not father material, no, for sure. No, he's not. <laughs> um... So, yes, so then she uh, gives him uh, her dad's old shirt to wear, and she even makes a comment that's like, not a lot of people get to wear this, so, like... Yeah. And then she leaves him in the house, probably completely forgetting that she's lying about her identity, Mm. uh, and it's just like, here you go, come back to the dojo when you're changed, and of course he changes, but then he snoops a little bit. Just enough to, like, shit on their interior design. Yeah. (laughs) It's like nothing in here even matches. Maybe they did it on mm-hmm. purpose. But he does pick up a picture of their family um, before uh, we we have not yet reached uh, learned what happened to Dad. But Dad mm-hmm. is in this picture, and he uh, Unchan is just as androgynous as a child as uh, she is now. And so he literally is like, "Oh, was it like a was a smart little boy, wasn't he?" In my dub, I think he said he was even cute as a kid, huh? Uh-huh. And then he catches himself and he goes, what are you saying? Dork? Yes, yes. He literally is like, he was cute. And then he like looks at himself in the mirror and he's like, hey, stop that. That's gay. <laughs> I do love that he finds the pie chart that is her schedule. 
Yes, her never-ending schedule. Yeah. Oh, man. It's got a cute little drawing of, like, a cut-out photo of her head on a little taekwondo Yeah, and drawing. it's got a little picture of her with her, her students in the corner. Yeah. It's very cute, but, yeah, like, literally every hour she's doing something different. Something great, though, is he goes back to the dojo, uh, and he's about to close the door. Mm-hmm. But he leaves it open, contrasted to uh, Han Sung who closes the door earlier and then, like, reopens it. Yeah. He's leaving the door open, and he also just leaves a bunch of money and a free watch. Yeah. Or not a free watch. He's... Or, no, uh, the money is in the form of the watch. He oh. leaves the watch, and then I think the note is, like, this is worth, uh, like... 3500 Something like that, yeah. 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 Pay me back later. Yeah. Got so... It. Yeah, we get this, uh, and it's interesting because that was the watch before that he had been like, give me back that watch. And she was like, you sure I can't just keep it? Maybe it's not even real. Cheapskate, come on. But then he gives it back. Yeah, very sweet. Very sweet. Uh, Anyway, now cut back to relationship memories from our resident sad boy. (laughs) Thinking about... In the weirdest way. Yeah. It's like this uh, cuckoo clock kind Mm -hmm. of setup. Where all these plastic figurines are playing Fly Me to the Moon. Yeah. Just long enough for him to start flashing back to like a karaoke party he had <laughs> yeah. with Yuju. And it's funny because at first we start with Fly Me to the Moon and then we cut into like some song from like the, the soundtrack. Like a song that we've heard before mm. that's like played in the sad memories, I guess. Oh. Credit to the showrunners because they're actually doing like really cute stuff in the flashback. Yeah. They have like face masks and the cute yeah. little karaoke thing. It does, they're, they're definitely, there seems to be a big push for like, hey, their relationship is like really, really cute. Don't you want it back? And like, you know, do we? <laughs> uh, I personally, I yeah. don't want it. I yeah. really don't. So he, he like runs to her house. Yeah. Han Sung does. Yes. And she lets him in and already I'm like, why girl? <laughs> What are you doing, you Jew? They talk about work and like he he can't work during all this. Meanwhile, she's like unaffected and he's resentful of that. Mm -hmm. He's like, how can you carry on and compartmentalize your romantic (laughs) and professional life? Why do you get to continue being fine? Well, I'm not. (laughs) I want to be the one who hurts you. Oh, yeah. Pretty much what he says in no uncertain terms. Yeah. And then in a moment that I thought was going to be, like, really nice, Yuju just says, no matter what I say, you'll be unhappy. And that's basically a fact. <laughs> yeah, dude, she got him. She really got him. <laughs> and then he tur- he counters that with, like, the most Uno reverse card uh-huh. move I've ever seen. Because <laughs> he just goes, I don't think this is working. Which is like, you came here <laughs> because you can't work. Her, she's doing okay. Why do you get to say that? Yeah. And then he, he follows it up with, no matter how I try to hurt you, you're fine. And she's like, I'm sorry that I'm okay. <laughs> yeah. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. God. Yeah, it's really fun. Oh, and then we have this cool fun, like, uh, he, like, turns away and he's like, it's time to cry. And then she, like, back hugs him and is like, I'm also crying. <laughs> and we're all crying. Uh, and then cut to Unchen, who is not crying, but she's saying the word "cry." <laughs> mm, yeah, she's just she's looking at the um, she's looking at the the newspaper, trying to find a job. The classified. Because she don't, she doesn't have money, <laughs> and she needs money. Yeah, they ran out of gigs. Like yeah. I guess there were only so many blind dates. He just knocked it out in like a day or two. Yeah, so she she knows that she needs to pay Han Gil back. She also needs to make money for this freaking ring, 
we need money, essentially. So she calls up Hangyul, or she wants to call up Hangyul and be like, hey, you got any more dates that I can come ruin, mm-hmm. please? She's like, why am I so nervous? Yeah, she literally is like, oh my god, I'm like, I'm anxious. Wait, why am I anxious? Gah. And then we kind of dissolve to, like, this cartoon bubble. That's right. Uh, oh, I, I say cartoon bubble, but there's also literal bubbles floating everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> in this, like, very cute backyard wedding. It's wedding time. Uh, <laughs> Who's getting married, though? Hankyul is standing at the altor, and yes. then we see Unchan in, like, a, a nice mysterious woman. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> a veiled, mysterious woman. <laughs> Who looks a lot like Unchan and has the same hair as her for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> and then when he lifts the veil on her... She's in a suit. And it's, then like surprise, it's Un Chan in a suit. And she's like, uh The wacky xylophone music kicks in. Yes. And then Hang Yul wakes up and you find out it was his dream. Yeah. And not like Un Chan daydreaming. Yeah. Which this this show completely took that from Hackers. <laughs> uh, because Hackers, Angelina Jolie is a character in that. Mm-hmm. And the main character has like two dreams about her. Mm-hmm. And then like he keeps waking up and he's like, Whoa, Whoa. and then they do the third dream and then they do it where it's Angelina Jolie's character waking up. So you're like, oh, it's it's reciprocal. Oh. Yeah, it's cute. And then in this, it's kind of the same way where you're like, you kind of see her anxiously talking about this. Uh-huh. And then cut to him who's also like, I'm going to marry a man. Like, Oh, okay. I never thought that the dream sequence was Unchan's. Really? Yeah. I don't know if that's just because I knew it before, so I was like... But also, just like, when it when it flipped to it, I think because I saw Han Yul, and I saw that the girl was like, mm, mm. maybe Unchan, maybe not, I was like, oh, this is Han Gil's dream. Especially when it's revealed Unchan in the suit, I was like, that's definitely Han Gil's dream, <laughs> because he's like, what is going on? Interesting. I yeah. thought it was because it started out with Unchan in the uh, the, uh, the feminine clothes, like because yeah, she yeah, knows. Yeah. yeah, that makes sense. And then that was her like anxiety about no, he only sees me as dude. Oh, uh, I see. I right. get you. It's up to, it's open to multiple readings. Yeah, it's you know <laughs> it's we're having fun here. Um. So yeah, surprise, Unchan in a suit. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, he wakes up to the call from her, and her name on his phone is saved as like hardworking youth. Really? That's what it said in my translation. That's beautiful. I didn't even get like a translation for uh, the on-screen text. No, it definitely it was like the hardworking youth is called. <laughs> <laughs> and oh. he picks it up. And he's like, "Hey." <laughs> uh, apparently, he's out of gigs for her. Unfortunately. Yes, unfortunately. And then she's like running late for one of her jobs, so she scoops like this massive mountain of trash in uh, front of her. Yeah. And, like, scuttles off with just arms full of, like, plastic containers. And she's, like, uh, she's, like, dropping things and, like, being, like, oh, God, uh, <laughs> God, what a goblin. Yeah. Um, so then we cut to, uh, surprise, Grandma. Yes. <laughs> Grandma, whenever she's around Hangul, Hangul is always just smiling, and they always make a point to, like, cut to his big, dumb smile yeah. face. Because he just loves his Mimo <laughs> so much. <laughs> Oh uh, my god. So they're looking at an old property that's full of shit. Yes. Like, falling apart. He saves her from, like, million-dollar babying herself on these stairs. Yes. So, good looking out, grandson. And then, surprise, it's Mr. Hong's cafe that but, apparently but, he but, lives but, above. But, but, yep. <laughs> in squalor. Kind of, like, lives above in... His laundry is kind of everywhere. It's yeah. kind of just his house. <laughs> his, his iconic boxers that he's always wearing. Yeah. Uh, and then we find out Grandma has sold Hung Yul to Mr. Hung. Da, 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 da. The two plot lines are converging. <laughs> ba, 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 ba. It's copy prints, everyone. <laughs> then the editing, like, really picks up here, and they yes. show a lot. They're intercutting between, like, 
Hangul's revelation that he's going to have to work in his life at some point. Yep. He's with like, oh, no. Unchun's dojo just being ransacked? Okay, yes. So she uh, was running late to her job at the dojo. And she runs into the dojo and she finds that it's just empty. It's it's like all of the stuff is gone. It's kind of like trashed a little bit. And nobody is there. And so we're getting this cut between Hangul losing his mind because he's got to work and Unchan losing her mind because she can no longer work. Mm. Um, and I actually wrote down the video game boss music plays while Unchan and Han Gyul watch their uh, <laughs> nightmares play out in front of them. <laughs> like they, It really does feel like a nightmare because yeah. at one point there's like a CGI ant just crawling on Mr. Hong's yeah. eye oh my God. and Han Gyul is just looking at it like he's about to vomit. And then we cut to the exterior, and the sign on the the coffee house falls, falls down, and like power is flickering. Yeah. And I'm like, what? What happened to Unchan's dojo? Where are the children? Yeah, it's very much where we're left on this, just kind of like, because we we have like, because like the the Hangul side of it is very much just kind of like, you gotta work with this guy who you don't want to work with, and he's like, oh. Is so dirty and I, I want to play and not work. And then we cut to Unchan like losing her livelihood. Yeah. <laughs> like literally was... this was her job that she like, not only like the one job that she had that paid, I feel like the, the best, but also the one that she loved. Yeah. Like, her like hobby job. Yeah. Like she loved the kids. She loved doing Taekwondo and it's like just gone right before her eyes. I was absolutely more interested in the cutaways to what was going on with Unchan than yeah. with Han Yul. Yeah. Ugh. Gosh. So but yeah, and then we screen, cap, close, freeze frame, end of episode two with our two sad protagonists. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Episode mm-hmm. two in the bag. How do you how do you feel about that one? <laughs> uh the first episode gave me a lot of things to be invested in. Yes. Like I, I got to see everything mm-hmm. that's going on right now. And now it's really, uh, it's trying to, like, push those groups together. Yeah. So, like, we got Mr. Hong, like, actually in the plot now, has some mm-hmm. connection to Grandma. Yes. And now to Hong Yul. Uh, he's got, like, his tragic backstory. Yeah. They're definitely setting up for the inversion with Han Sung and Yuju, where it looks like... She's mm-hmm. not uh, having a good time right now with this crazy ex-boyfriend. Yeah. But, like, there's the backstory that we don't know about, which is, like, she left him for someone else and, like, affected him badly. Yeah. So they're building him up, like, as a heel right now, and then I feel like they're going to do the softening mm. where they make him more relatable. Ah, okay. Yeah, because yeah. uh, if they just keep leading into this, there's no coming back. Like, yeah. <laughs> he's just going to, like, smooth criminal lean. Listen, if they're going to try and ba-bump ba-bump us for Unchan to <laughs> Yeah, if, if you want my reaction to be like, oh, wow, will they, won't they, and not, girl, go get out of there. Run. Like, <laughs> he's going to leave you and then come to your place and then, like, still have sex with you. Oh, my God. And then tell you he's just trying to hurt your feelings and be mad when it doesn't work. Yeah. He's simultaneously malicious and impotent, which is a dangerous combination. (laughs) It's very wild to me. Um, So, yeah, we've definitely now we're starting this kind of like coffee shop. uh, uh, Mr. Hong meets Hong Gyul kind of deal. Uh, and also, Unchan no longer has the job that she was, like, relying on, so... They did get that in the last couple seconds of the episode, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I think 
so I'm pretty sure the last time that I rewatched Coffee Prince was a while ago. I'm pretty sure the last time it was like before I even like started college. So like it's it's been a it's been a solid couple years, I'll tell you what. Um so I feel like I remember when I last watched this, I didn't have as much of a distaste for the things that are going on between Hansung and Yuju because I feel like I just kind of didn't understand them. Mm. <laughs> and also I feel like I was just kind of like, mm, I'm focused on Unchen and Hangil because that's all I care about because that's what I want. Uh, so like it didn't really like matter to me as much what was going on with this other couple. Yeah. Um, even, you know, in further plot that we'll get to later. Um, but just like I feel like rewatching it, I'm like, wow, like how did I miss this entire thing that was going on that like is so dude what? Like um I I definitely am very, very excited for what is coming up soon and what is coming up like uh because we're we're really kind of like right at that brink of like starting the kind of like big real plot because they tricked you they got you they were like the plot's gonna be constant fake boyfriend and then they were like psych you ready for coffee shop Mm -hmm. (laughs) so um i'm very excited though for that i'm very excited for what we're going to see what you're going to see especially uh soon um but yeah i i wow i didn't realize how much that i i guess it makes sense because now i'm like not a high schooler who's like wow i love watching shows where people kiss (laughs) and also laughing about it like um and now that i'm like actually watching it and not just thinking about it i'm like man i really did miss some stuff didn't i um but it's kind of cool to revisit this kind of stuff because i do get to revisit those those cool nostalgic feelings of like being a freaking middle schooler like watching this stuff and being like oh my god but also realizing um, just, like, how much I am no longer a middle schooler. Aww. And, like, dude, no, I, I, yeah. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Uh, it's kind of weird. <laughs> but it's but it's pretty good. I'm, I'm, I'm glad that we chose this one as our first one. Because I feel <laughs> Me like... Me too. Yeah. I feel like this is a... This is a... This is a... This is <laughs> I feel like this is a good one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm excited to see what we get into next. So, uh... That's all we have for episode two. Uh, Thank you for joining us and tune in next time for episode three. Yes. Thank you. Tune in next time. Hansung is canceled. (laughs) Bye. (laughs) All right. Bye. (laughs)